Welcome to The Real Deal with Sean Matthews, where we have real conversations with real entrepreneurs and business owners alike. Today, I have a lovely lady on, and her name is Heather Mitchell. Heather and I met at a beautiful networking event online. We're not in the same city. Her and I, we actually hit it off straight away, and uh, here she is today. She is a money mentor at Raw Energy. And as a money mentor and teacher, Heather loves to help women get into their right mindset for wealth creation, destroying limiting beliefs, getting the universal energies to support them, and teaching financial literacy and how to invest. It's a transformative process. She finds that by changing people's mindset about their wealth, it often improves other areas of their life. I totally agree, Heather. That's Thanks to a very forward-thinking father, Heather has been a personal investor since early childhood, so has had four decades in the trenches. She has spent more than 15 years as a quantitative researcher. Her own investment account increased almost 2.5 in under five years. She specializes in tech and crypto investing and loves to show how fun and enjoyable investing really is. She actually also runs a six-week Foundations of Financial Freedom Group mentoring program, which I will put in the show notes that she's actually having on the 23rd of March. Welcome, Heather. Thank you, Sean. It's great to be here. Oh, fantastic to connect and, and great to have you on my podcast today. You have so much value. And the other day when we were talking, I just thought I had to have you on. Because money mentor, I mean, who, who wants to hear more about money? Most <laughs> people do, don't they? Yes, yes, it is quite a popular topic. <laughs> yes, yes, but it's also hard, isn't it, for other people to talk about it at the same time? Yes, in fact, I spent most of my life not talking about it, especially being from England, because you just really seriously do not talk about money um in public um so yeah i i was you know i as you said i've been doing it from early childhood but i didn't actually know if any of my friends were doing it because i didn't actually talk to them about it it was all kind of done in secret so it's not since i've been in australia now i've kind of come out as an investor which is quite amusing <laughs> wow yeah well done so that's a quick version of how you got started but can you go into a little bit of detail on i mean your father was in finance and he was a forward thinker, as he said, is that right? Well, he was a forward thinker, but no, he wasn't in finance. We no. actually owned a guest house, believe it or not. So it was completely different, but he just was so forward thinking, you know, he would have been in his nineties now, but he just had this kind of forward way of thinking. He was programming computers in the 1970s. And, you know, he was just, he invested like that was just something that he did. and he involved me i was a little six-year-old i remember just being in there with the conversation and you know it was just interesting that you know i was just there and and it's amazing how much a six-year-old can actually take in because i did understand so much but it was just lovely just to drink it all in you know and it just it all happened very osmotically as it were so 
Oh. Yeah, and I, it was just, it's like potluck, isn't it? Who who knows, you know, it's just one of those things. But as I said, I didn't know if any of my friends were doing it or not, and clearly not, as it turned out over the years. So um, I always kind of felt that, you know, when I saw my friends and they had three jobs and they had all the kids to look after and the home and like all the responsibilities seemed to be on their shoulders. And I kind of thought, you know, it's got to be a better way. You know, I just wanted to sort of free them up and just give them some more time just to have time for themselves. So that's kind of where I'm coming from is just to educate women to sort of just have more fun in life and just have more me time. Yeah, that's amazing. And we have that same uh, value and same mission, really, but in different ways, which um, is, is fantastic because you're a money mindset coach. So what, what do you specifically do in, with the women and um, what made you transform? Um, so what I do is, well, it's a, it's a whole process I take people through. It's quite transformative. I just finished a course just yesterday, which was amazing. Um, but I start, I always start at the beginning, which is mindset, which I know is a, close to your heart as well. And just really understanding where those limiting beliefs are coming from, because you know, the, out, the money that you have is an outward reflection of what's going on inside. And there are so many beliefs that we kind of pick up, you know, all the way through our lives, but especially when we're, you know, earlier than seven years old. So really, really, really small, you know, the things that our parents said to us, the sayings, money doesn't grow on trees, or all of these things, the stories that happen to relatives, and also things that happen to your ancestors, you know, all of these things come through, and they sort of program your behavior, and you don't even know why you're doing it you're just doing it automatically like 95 percent of our actions are automatic so it's all happening underneath and i you know with my research background my nlp background i'm kind of questioning i'm trying to dig out like a detective you know what exactly is going on because when it's brought out into the light then you know it's 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 you can't unsee something so then you can actually do something about it and then reprogram yourself to kind of have better views about money and that's you've got to have that kind of fundamental kind of values and, and values about yourself because again if you've got issues about yourself and your own self-worth then when you do get money in unfortunately it just goes straight out the door again because your subconscious is like oh no, you don't deserve this. Yeah. And so it, it does things to sort of sabotage you and it kind of goes out the door and it's like, oh gosh, you know, why can't I get ahead? It's almost like there's this window, this glass ceiling that just kind of is there and you just can't go above it. It just won't let you because it's like there's something inside that's holding you back. So I'm just very aware of that. And I just think that that's so important to get that bit right in the first place. So then once I've, we've got done that, then we look at the universal energies and we make sure that all of those are in place. Because again, you want that to be on your side rather than kind of working against you, right? So we look at Eastern practices, we go to Hawaii, there's quantum physics, there's like a whole bunch of stuff that we kind of bring in, which is so exciting. Then we move on to more practical stuff. And then it's looking at your numbers, treating your life more like a business. Just ah. thinking about making a profit, which is quite ah. interesting, and just kind of having a different kind of viewpoint on that. And then spending joyously and just kind of ha having that whole thing about, you know, saving and, and putting money into assets and buying things that actually pay you rather than just buying stuff that just goes away and you never see it again. Ah. So there's a lot about that. And then finally, we look, 
look about you know look all about investing and i teach people how to invest and get very practical the last session is actually doing some actual trades uh, but before that we look at strategic portfolio formation and all that kind of stuff so it's a really massive journey into the world of money and really tackling it from all different perspectives so it's not just one thing it's like it's almost like upping the odds of it being successful because you're looking at it from all different perspectives Wow. So yeah, so yeah, it's it's life changing. It really is, and as as you said in your intro, it kind of it spills into other areas of your life because obviously it's there's a lot of inner work that's done, and so it's other things get affected as well. It's really sweet actually because um, when I put something on LinkedIn and one of my clients, she I was talking about mindset, and she said, "Oh, thank you, Heather. You've not only transformed my life, yeah. but you transformed the life of my partner as well." So it just kind of it just has this really amazing halo effect on, yeah. on people's lives. It's so, so rewarding. That's fantastic. Actually, you said halo effect when I was just thinking ripple effect. And it's I like that term halo effect that it, it, it just goes out and and um, it's not just the relationship with yourself and money. It's a relationship with other people as well. Would you say? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think, again, it's back to that self-worth, you know, so if you value yourself, then you just show up in the world differently. You know, I mean, I've been on that journey myself, you know, I had very, very low self-esteem and I've, you know, literally taken myself apart and put myself back together again and, yeah. you know, transform myself. So I, yeah, I, I absolutely know how it is to show up the kind of the old way, the closed way, the self-attacking way, and then the you know, I want to be best. I, I talk to myself kindly now and all those kind of things, you know, it's yeah. so important that these things are taken into account because it all counts. Everything, your thoughts, everything matters. Yes, definitely. Everything matters. But I'm curious to, to hear more about when you were six and then you started learning when you were six. I mean, as you know, and with, I mean, for myself and learning childhood development as well, is that when you're six years old, those you have a small little brain that is like a sponge. So you're going to pick up on things. So what did you oh, pick yeah. up on? Can you remember what you picked up on from your father? Yeah, well, so he had a, what was it, like a life insurance salesman that used to come around and they used to kind of knock heads together and they were talking about what's happening in the economy and whether, because they used to have this sort of technique where they would go into the share market when it was all going well. And then when it wasn't going well, they'd move into property, which was just going like that all the time. So there was always somewhere to go. And so they would always be discussing which fund to go into and where, where to move it. So I was, so a lot of that was listening. Yeah. And um, and then, you know, and he would be doing things on my behalf, obviously, I wasn't actually doing it myself when I was six, but he yeah. was showing me the little statements that came out and, and things and, and the government used to have a thing where they would, he would put in like 850 and the government would give 250 and so that would kind of top it up. So we, we, we laughed about that and giving us a gift and stuff. So it was just like, just something that I always did. And then that same guy was then my, you know, when I grew up older, he was advising me as well. So wow. that I carried on throughout the years, just investing with this guy. And um, yeah, so it was, so a lot of it was doing stuff with him. And then I was, you know, I think the other sort of crucial 
milestone was when I got pregnant with my son and um, he's 15 now and I don't know if my husband took me seriously but I really wanted to be at home with him I thought it was really important so I think because I was quite career driven I don't think he believed me but I I was actually serious so I just wanted to make sure that I could actually do that so Mm -hmm. I think again that was a sort of another ramp up you know I just was like really studying and and experimenting and tried loads of different kind of investment vehicles so that I was able to stay at home with my son. So um, so that was another kind of impetus to ramp it all up. So I spent, you know, that sort of decade really kind of doing it kind of really full on. Yeah, that was kind of before coming to Australia. It was like a massive decade of learning and doing all different techniques and things. So, yeah, that was pretty pretty full on. Yes, as, as um, I mentioned in your intro that you're a quantitative researcher. So you did a lot of research and you worked on yourself before you started mentoring. Is that right? right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely everything. Yeah, I mean, research skills are really, really useful because, you know, it's like there's just so much out there and, you know, it's all, the thing is with, with today's world is that everything's available. You know, you just have to do a, a Google search and if you're, you know, I think a lot of people, they do a quick search and then they look at the first two things and then they kind of just go, okay, I've done a research now. But if you're more thorough than that and you just look at more and more pieces and go beyond the first few pages, you know, you get a really good sense of what's going on. And that, that's kind of how I operate anyway. Like if I'm buying something, I'll always do a really thorough research kind of, you know, in-depth look to make sure it's the right thing. And it's just the way I do it. And I guess a lot of that comes from my training as well. So it's just something that I do naturally. But the yeah. more, you know, the more research that you can do, the more kind of knowledge, well, knowledge is power. Mm-hmm. So the more knowledge that you have, the mm-hmm. more you can kind of take advantage of whatever situation that you find yourself in. So, you know, if you're, you know, that the, the stock market is very sensitive to what's happening in the world. So obviously there's lots of stuff about Russia and Putin and and, all, and Ukraine. And, you know, yeah. that, you know, sends normal kind of stocks down, but the things that benefit in that scenario, are kind of oil and all that kind of stuff, gas and, and gold also benefit. So there's always, you know, if you kind of know that, then you know what to do. There's kind of a method rather than just going, oh my God, I don't know what to do. And then just freezing that you kind of know where to move things and to protect yourself. Cause it's very important. You know, one of the things I always teach people is to protect themselves so that they can sleep well at night. You know, one of my, you know, methods of making sure people are okay is if they you know if they can sleep well at night that's like oh, that's good you know and that's just making sure that you do the things that protect yourself yes, yeah it's really of course important. definitely and, and and assets and money i mean obviously we we need to protect ourselves um through that and then all the things that are happening in the world as you mentioned so what what brought you so you did the research and then you said you talked a little bit about the self-worth and you came to that stage that you didn't think you had the self-worth, but you still had that background of finance and the stock exchange and all those sort of things. So for viewers or our listeners that are, you know, hearing this at the moment, what would you say to them when they don't know anything about investing and maybe they just feel like they're not worth the investment? 
Well, that's the first thing that absolutely needs to be tackled because at the end of the day, you are worth it. Like everyone's worth it, you know, and, but unfortunately, you know, uh, Marissa Peer, who talks about this a lot, you know, she says that 80% of people feel that they're not actually worth it, which is such a high number. It's just, it's just shocking for me. So, um, so, you know, can you imagine all those people that are kind of walking around just being, feeling really low and feeling like they don't deserve things. So if we can take that layer away, can you imagine what people could do? Because the thing is, you know, a lot of people, they stand in their own way, myself included, I've done this over the years, you know, you just, a good opportunity will come in and then you're just, you know, maybe some fear will come in or whatever, whatever it is, you just turn that good opportunity down and then you kind of justify your, to yourself and say, well, I, I didn't want it anyway. And, yes. you know, and just kind of that kind of self-talk. But that is self-sabotage. And if you just keep doing that, the compounding effect of that is just, you know, you don't reach your full potential. So if we can tackle that self-worth thing first, and that's so important. And then if you don't know anything about investing, well, you know, it's not actually that hard. You know, it's, I think the industry makes you think it's very difficult, it's very technical, and they want you to think that because they want you to yeah, go with them, you. right? I can agree with you. Hey <laughs> fees and all that kind of stuff. And it's just like, well, no, well, first of all, nobody cares about your money more than you do. So it's kind of in your interest to learn about it. But when you do learn about it, A, you realize it's not that hard and B, you realize actually it's quite fun. You know, I really love investing. In fact, it just reminds me of, you know, people love their football teams, right? So I kind of think of the companies that I invest in as kind yeah. of my companies and I'm kind of, I'm really excited when they do something really interesting. I'm like, oh, okay, that's really fun, you know, because I've got some skin in the game and it is like a game. That's kind of how I see it. So, yeah. Yeah. so I hope to impart that on people. And I think like the, the course I just ran, one was kind of whooping and things at times. So that was a good sign. So. Yeah, that's a great sign. And to make money fun because people fear the money. And I have to say, and I'll admit this, I had that same feeling before I started business. And I thought, I'm not going to go into business with my, for myself because how am I going to receive the money? How is it going to work? And you work on energy, and that's amazing. But people that don't know energy and they don't know that sort of mentality, how do you work with those people? Or maybe the question should be, who do you work with? Yeah, so I work with women who um, they either have their own businesses or they work in kind of big organisations, but they feel that they need to have more juice in life. And yeah. I think in terms of the mindset, I think it's just having that open mindedness, because if, if people just go, OK, I don't know what, what you're talking about with energy. I don't I don't believe it. I'm not interested. Yeah. Then that's probably not the right fit because I do talk about the energies because you know if on the very basic level you know when you're talking about business that's an energy exchange right so that's you know that's easy to sort of comprehend but yes. you know fundamentally everything is energy uh -huh. so as I said your wealth is an outward manifestation of what's going on inside so you know you need to get the energies right you need to try and lift your vibration because everything gets better when your vibration is lifted yes. so that's one of the things we work on is to lift vibration and you know get people out of shame and guilt and all of those kinds of things that are just not good all round really mm. so um so yeah and, and you know and I, I think it's particularly important um you know the other thing that's really sort of frustrates me is that statistically women are less 
financially literate than men you know like why would that be it's like 30 percent less financially literate than men and i just find that really quite frustrating so that's one of my kind of missions is to you know at least make it even you know we yeah. we look at the workforce and sometimes more so you know it's very important that we um you know have that self-empowerment you know it's about being you know strong and powerful in our own rights rather than kind of relying on somebody else yeah Yes, and that's a very powerful statement because there is a lot of women out there and there are a lot of women out there that feel that they can't be like that to men. And I have to say there are some of my clients that are married for years and years and they are now lost in the relationship because they don't know where they fit. And so they might not even have their own money. What, I mean, would you work with those people or? um is it more business owners that you would work with i think if they don't have any of their own money it's kind of difficult because they need to have some money to ultimately invest i mean i do help people save in order to build up some reserves to to have it so if they've got you know access to any funds then i can help them to sort of you know not spend so that they can put that money into assets so Mm -hmm we can perhaps get around it that way mm. um yeah that's probably yeah. where i go but i suppose it, it does help if they have control of some of the money because yeah. yeah another thing that you know i've talked to kind of charities about people that kind of you know they use money as a sort of aggressor you know and they sort of abuse people over money which is you know really quite uh, shocking isn't it that people would kind of use money and buy things in their partner's names and things like that which is yeah horrible bias and it's not really my area for sure yeah 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 okay no no that's okay I just wanted to explore that a little bit just only because I think that women globally have always felt the money is a struggle because the men as you said before the men were the 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 people that providers they're the providers and then the women stayed at home with the family and then contrast and so now we are here in this present moment and now we're making the money and our partners are making the money and to change that mindset from generation after generation is uh, is a big step how do you work through that well i think that's part of what i do with that when i look at sort of ancestry and things i had a client recently who she had a whole line of women you know that she was aware of in her ancestry and not any of them worked so she had this she realized she had this sense of guilt that they would be somehow disapproving of her for having her own business and doing doing well and you know investing and things she just felt that they were somehow frowning on her so again having that knowledge then she could make peace with that and realize that that isn't the just kind of attitude and maybe they'd be proud of her and kind of turn things around to actually turn it to her advantage but it's just worth that exploration i find it's quite interesting but when people talk about their money stories, it's almost like they're telling themselves because people don't really ask you that question. It's not very common that someone will say, well, you know, go back in your history about money. You know, what happened then and what happened next? Like nobody really asked that question. So when they're telling it to me, they're almost telling it to themselves and then they can realize how far they've come. And also, you know, they spot the things that are 
not working so well they're realizing oh gosh am i really doing that Did that is that really happening like there's another client who she realized that she was associating money with her father who she really didn't like she had a really bad relationship with her father and she realized that she had an intrinsic association of money with her father oh my goodness like i had no idea that i was doing this but of course i'm repelling money because i don't want to repel this man yeah well how can i build a a good relationship with money i want to be around you know it's like a a revelation suddenly you're back in the the driver's seat again and you can actually do something about it so it's like these light bulb moments that are just transformational and they just literally just change everything oh it's amazing and it is it's so amazing just to see you light up as well and that you're so passionate about it too because it really does help to work with somebody that is passionate about money and passionate about helping other women get there and that you've actually been there yourself the self you know less you haven't had the self-worth and things like that so you know exactly what it feels like and so how do you make it fun in the end so you said you do this six-week course and um yeah well there's just fun bits in all of it like I find the whole money story thing is fascinating like I just really love hearing people's stories like everyone's got a different story like everyone so just you know, like a, there are everyone's like a book and you can open them up and you're allowed to sort of turn the pages and find out what I just find fascinating. So that's really fun. You know, we just like all the bits along and all the kind of energy work is fun because we put yeah. things in place and it's just really cool. And yeah, that I really enjoy that bit. And then, you know, num- like I'm just a number crunch, I'm a bit of a geek really, because I just love crunching people's numbers. So just that bit is really fun as well, just finding out what people are doing. And then, you know, this whole thing about spending or not spending joyously, you know, I kind of teach people that, which is really cool. And then, of course, the investing side is just like massively fun because then you're just getting into the world of kind of companies and what they're doing and and just, you know, patterns. And yeah, I just, yeah, it's it's really cool. And and we do it in an interactive way. So it's not, you know, so it's it's the energy is always up. So it's really, um, you know, it's not because I think, you know, some people can treat this very dryly, you know, it's like, oh, yes, you know, put on your suit and then, you know, put gray things on and then talk about it very solemnly. (laughs) That's not how I operate at all. I just don't come in that package, you know, so it's just more more exciting than that so <laughs> yeah which is, which is fascinating and, and fantastic too heather because it's what people need because people think oh you know if they lack confidence and they lack that that knowledge on money then they need that energy from somebody else or that energy for themselves so it's a ripple effect you know as you said the halo effect uh, that just goes out into what we call the universe or whatever you want to call it to the listeners. Um, and it's fantastic. I absolutely love hearing all that you do. So you do this six week course and it's starting on um, 20 or you've done one, but now you're doing another one on the 23rd. Did you say? 23rd yes. March? What time yes. is that on? So it starts at 7.30 uh, Sydney time. Uh, but that means that, UK time it's eight o'clock in the morning. Yes. So um, I've already, I've got someone. So it's already international because someone from the UK already on there. So I've got just two more places. So if anyone's interested, then do come along because it's 
amazing fun and transformational while we're at it so fantastic <laughs> really cool. yeah oh that's great okay that's um we'll put it out there and see what happens and you do these six-week courses a lot do you put them on every week or what? yeah yeah so i was doing it one-to-one -one, but this time i switched it to um group coaching and it works so well it's kind of adds that dynamic to it and people can kind of you know get ideas about their money story from other people so it's been really really powerful and um so yeah i'm just going to keep keep doing them um more and more really because yeah i love it <laughs> it's so cool definitely yeah. definitely and you're um so you're in sydney i just i forgot to clarify that that you're in sydney you're not in the uk but you're from the uk <laughs> that's it yeah. yeah yeah but everything's on zoom anyway so it matters not where i am really yeah, so. yeah exactly that's great thank god for zoom <laughs> yeah thank goodness for zoom that's how we connected <laughs> exactly yeah that's it it's fantastic and um well, I'm going to wrap up now. Is there, I, I do ask all my, my guests one question, and that is, if the people that are listening or viewing, if they could take one thing out of this episode, what would you want them to take away and why? Okay, um, I think it might have to be two things. I, I can't decide between them. Okay. So the first thing is to get your mindset. So just believe in yourself because that is so fundamentally important to, to everything that you do in the future, just making sure that you believe in you. So that's number one. And then the second thing is to get the universe on your side. And I'm not sure which one is most important because it kind of works together. But yeah. if you're working with the universe, then you've just got all that power that you can then use to your advantage. Beautiful, beautiful. Thank you so much, Heather, for all your knowledge and wisdom. I'll be picking your brain a lot more. <laughs> Fantastic, especially on those investing in cryptos, since I oh, yeah. work on it. Oh, yes, I certainly love those cryptos. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and it's actually quite refreshing to hear it from a woman's perspective rather than a man's. Um, no offense to men, but it's just different. <laughs> yes, definitely. Mm. Yeah, I see. I've, I've put a lot of heart into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fantastic. Well, thank you for coming on. This is The Real Deal with Sean Matthews, where we have real conversations with real people, entrepreneurs, and business owners alike. Bye for now, everyone. Thanks, Sean. Love you. Love you to see you. Bye. Bye.